Welcome to the Forge Nutrition and Fitness Podcast, where we dive into everything fuel and function related to give you the ultimate freedom with your health, lifestyle and goals. Let's get into it. Hi guys, welcome back to the podcast. So today I am once again joined by Helen Wilkinson. Hi Helen. Hi. And the reason that Helen is back once again for a third time in fact is because she is now the official co-host of the Forge Nutrition and Fitness podcast. Um, There's no like badger or anything, sorry Helen, it's just kind of, you know, you just jump on every now and then. Um, But yeah, Helen's going to be with us um, for a lot of the episodes now, just to kind of add another Oh, another opinion, another uh, load of expertise, experience, um, and hopefully through that we can kind of <clears throat> appeal to a wider audience and we can help more people basically, which is the whole kind of um, aim of us going off and rambling. Um, so yeah, Helen's going to be with us a lot more, which is awesome. Um, something to say before we get into today's episode, it is really, really nice here in Essex today and the sun is out. So if you hear people mowing the lawn, if you hear children playing i apologize but it's a it's a very busy time obviously with everyone being in lockdown um everyone is out and about so just a little disclaimer there in case you hear hear any disturbances (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah today we are basically we thought about what we're gonna kind of go into today um in the episode and we settled on the fact that we know a lot of people and a lot of clients and a lot of people that we speak to who are struggling a lot at the moment with um, kind of habits, snacking, manage the, managing their kind of environment in terms of, you know, overeating on their calories or maybe not getting their workouts in and things, just little, you know, habits and routines not going to plan. And obviously we touched on that in the last episode, but we are going to kind of dive more specifically today into people's kind of eating habits and snacking and things. So. Where do you want to start, Helen? I what? don't mind. Should we, we, should we of... cover a little bit about snacking, maybe? Yeah, yeah. So how about we start with kind of the main the main things that we can do, like habit hack-wise, in terms of you and, and, and obviously things that you suggest to your clients and your kind of smart swaps and things? Yeah, I mean, firstly, I would be saying, especially when we're in the house a lot more at the moment, I'm not sure we're always hydrated. So sometimes we mix up our kind of, hunger for our thirst so just making sure we're fully hydrated is something that I think we need to be a bit more aware of Mm. um and also I think in terms of kind of going to the fridge people have a bit of a a bit of a habit of that at the moment and I think if you've got stuff in there which is um you know you've got high fiber snacks and if you've got carrot already chopped up if you've got cucumber already chopped up another good thing to have in there is you know you can buy um the jars of salsa um really mm. low calorie tomato yeah. salsa I'm right now really low calorie keep for ages um sometimes i have that in the fridge and just dunk a bit of carrot and way to go yeah. um but it's having those things on on kind of tap ready mm. um and prepared and it goes a bit back to a bit of meal prep in a way um because i think especially in the current climate you can get out of that habit um i haven't in terms of kind of my breakfast i've made my baked oats this morning i've made um like a healthy snacky cakey thing ready for you know having with a cuppa so i haven't got so i've got stuff on hand and i think that's part of the 
issue sometimes where people fall down is a they haven't mm. got it in the house and um, they haven't been savvy with their shop and i know it's all oh, sorry it's the dog shaking her head <laughs> right next to me um just moved off the sofa um and you know i know things may be a bit tricky in the supermarket at the moment but buying longer shelf life type stuff like yeah. rather than buying sort of carrot batons that you might go oh we'll have those for a few days buy fresh carrots keep mm. them they keep way longer it's kind of being a bit more savvy like i've been buying um instead of buying spinach at the minute i love spinach and you'll see if you follow me i eat a lot of the stuff um so i've either been buying frozen to put into recipes if it's cooked but i usually eat it raw so i've been mm. buying iceberg lettuce instead because it keeps a lot longer and little gem lettuces which keep for well, i've got some in there i've been in there a week now yeah. so and they're perfectly fine so it's kind of being a bit, a bit savvy with your fridge making sure you've got all those kind of things on on hand high mm. fiber snacks higher in protein snacks yeah um you know everyone loves a protein bar but really they're 200 calories if you're in a deficit mm. bit of zero percent fat greek yogurt will do the job absolutely love the yeah. stuff and eat a lot of it so you know frozen berries that kind of stuff is really handy to have mm. um scoop of protein in it you know and your way to go really yeah um and think- also being aware of about fats is what I was going to say, Charlie, is that yeah. if you add a little bit of fat to a snack, it's going to keep you satiated for longer because it lowers the GI. So your glycemic index, it takes longer for you to digest it. So just a little bit, like I often have, um, say with my yogurt and stuff, I will put a sprinkling of, um, I buy chopped nuts or I mm. buy um, flaked almonds and sprinkle them over the top because they yeah. look like you're having more than like whole nuts. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I was just going to say about same thing, really, but it's about protein being the most kind of satiating macronutrient. You know what I mean? Like keeping you the fullest for the longest, pretty much. It's kind of like getting the bang for your buck with your, you know, your calories, isn't it really? So kind of making sure you get your protein nice and high is obviously it's going to benefit you in loads and loads of different ways. Like we've been into loads of times on the podcast, but in terms of it, like literally digesting slower and, you know, the way it's absorbed, the way it's, um, you know, how it processes through your body is just going to keep you feeling fuller for longer. Therefore, like Helen said, with the high fiber things, you're going to be less likely to, to snack on things that, you know, you probably shouldn't in terms of, you know, keeping your calories nice and low. Yeah. And also in in, in kind of, um, in regard to that, it's, you know, it's, I think people, especially as girls, we forget like we're all low fat, low fat, low fat. And I think we do forget that that is, you know that you know if you're mm. having an apple for instance why not have a you know a little bit we're not talking a whole massive pot full a bit of peanut butter with it and just have a dip and mm. you know you're kind of sorted yeah. um because they are important for controlling our, our hormones especially for yeah. us girls and with the yeah. kind of protein just going back to what you just said there um you know the the, the thermogenesis that the amount of, of kind of energy it takes for the body to break it down mm. is you know it, it, it's it's the the most out of the macronutrients so you know exactly get your bang for your buck and, and get your protein in there yeah definitely if you and also that's a good kind of point for the future as well if, if you're going to overeat on something overeat yeah. on your protein don't overeat on your on your table sugar <laughs> or yeah, whatever exactly. it is you know what i mean exactly um, yeah I think that's a kind of a really good point as well. Just generally bringing things into your environment and when you go shopping and stuff and being mindful of it, because we're obviously thinking a lot more when we go shopping, we're planning ahead, aren't we? And we're kind of getting frozen things and stuff, but we're probably focusing more on the meals. Yeah. Like what meal, what dinner, breakfast, lunch, what meals are we going to have this week? 
when we're kind of probably not giving as much thought to what we what we're going to snack on between meals because we obviously when we go to the supermarket given the current context we're a bit i don't know we're a bit yeah we're a bit essentials driven aren't we it's what mm. we want because somebody laughed at me the other day when i said i hadn't got an easter egg and i was and they were like well, you haven't bought yourself one and i was like well no it was not on my essentials list when yeah. I went to, do you know what i mean it was not in my head at that time yeah um because it because we're so essentials driven at the moment and getting like you say meal based mm. kind of foods in um but i would say kind of pre-packaged stuff is a definite bonus for keen smackers because i keep a lot of that in the house because i when i live on my own so it makes sense that i buy things ready portioned um but also you know you, a lot of people haven't got that off button when it comes to kind of a grab yeah. bag or a share bag i mean that um, category so there you go, Charlie. So <laughs> one, one or two things you can do about that is buy them pre-portioned so you don't. Or say you're like, oh, there's a, there's a good offer on a big box of Maltesers there. I'll buy those. And I said to a client the other day, fine, if you've got something like that, just be sensible. Bag it up yourself when you get, as soon as you get home, bag it up, stick it in the cupboards, mm. into portions, and then you are very unlikely to go and eat five little bags you've portioned up. Yeah. You're more likely to just eat one. It's just it's almost making it that that little bit more difficult for you just to to mindlessly chew on stuff. Do you know what I mean? Because that's yeah, what it is, I, isn't it? It's mindless when you're in that frame. You could easily have a handful of uh, Maltesers and, and, and stop if someone come and took them away from you. But if you're mm. sat there and your hands in the box, I mean that's why these companies have done so well, isn't it? You know that's why you know the packaging's a certain way. The, you know the marketing is all kind of driven in a certain ways because if they catch you when you're mindlessly eating you're going to be eating you know a lot <laughs> exactly i mean one of the things that that is my kind of nemesis in life if i have one is peanut butter mm. and the one that, that i'm i'm a monkey for 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 spooning it out the jar but it's the it's the cheapy stuff that i will spoon out the jar like no one's business because it's got more sugar in it it's got more salt in it and it's mm you know so i don't buy that anymore because well one i'm rather the whole nut stuff but also i bought a massive big tub of it from my protein and it now lives in my baking cupboard at the back where i can't see it mm. and i use it for baking i don't because it used to be in with like my jars and where my nuts are and where i go all the time i'm in yeah. and out of there you know 10 times a day so I could see it all the time. So it's out of sight, out of mind. Literally, I, I forget it's there now. Um, but if it's looking at you every time you open the cupboards, mm. you know, you're going to maybe just dip in it a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I think in that way, it's, it, that's a literal physical manipulation of your environment, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Moving yeah. things out of where they can't be seen. Even, I've actually read a few times, I've read a study about, um, and it wasn't conclusive or anything, but it, it read about putting things in... I'm, I'm hoping this is right. Is it opaque where you can't see through? That is right, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. I should know this. Um, and like opaque containers. So you literally, you can't see the biscuits inside the box or whatever. Mm. And it found that, again, it wasn't conclusive, but it found that people did snack less. They were less likely to, you know, when they go to the cupboard for a tin of beans, they were less likely to then go for the biscuits because they couldn't yeah. see them. Because it's, yeah. the, it's, the, it's the habit loop, isn't it? It's the... The cue is seeing it or it's a song or it's a smell or it's something. Then we crave it because we remember that association um, with, you know, with that, how it made us feel and the dopamine release when we last ate it and all that stuff. 
and then we get that response of the dopamine and we feel good for a bit and yeah that then becomes like the reward part of the loop doesn't it so the bit that we can best control is the cue so if we take the cues out of the situation you know it's harder to control the craving and obviously the last two parts isn't you know it's not really in our control so the best thing that we can do is stop the cue from ever happening and then the loop will not you know you won't be eating 12 twixes a night or, or whatever it is exactly <laughs> well, for me for, for instance like i've got i mean some people it's tea and biscuits isn't it they love cup of tea dip in a biscuit well yeah. for me it's coffee and i love coffee a mid-morning coffee and i love having something sweet with it um so even when i was on my prep so my photo shoot prep I would have, I, I didn't have cake for obvious reasons, far too high in calories, mm. but it started off like that. My prep started off with a piece of my homemade cake, which is, could have been up to 150 calories. Then as my calories dropped down, it was onto like, um, I don't know, an Alpen light bar, which is like 60 odd. And then it got to a point where I was having two rich tea fingers, which are like 20 odd each. And by the <laughs> end of my prep, I would still have one rich tea finger biscuit that week or week two, because I still liked that. Yeah. I liked that. And I was determined to keep that. But it's mm. how you go about it. So for mm. me, that is like the only thing in my day which I won't give up because I yeah. love it. But I, I can hack my way around it. So now I'm back to having my homemade cake with my coffee in the mornings, which is still way better than having like you know, three or 400 calorie homemade brownie that you, know, yeah. you may have. Starbucks so I, oh yeah, see, <laughs> so there's, there's things aren't there, but like I make, I make my own versions of mm. to, to kind of, so I can still have that, but it's whether, you know, people are willing to kind of prep, put that effort in and still do that. It's like with anything, it's like fakeaways, you know, if you love, a pizza there's nothing wrong with you having a pizza but it's what kind of pizza you have are you going to mm. diet hack your way around that and get the most bang for your buck out of it or, yeah. or or not and some people they're willing to do that and other people would rather not eat much all day and have a massive you know ready-bought mm. pizza yeah and i think i think that, that's a good yeah yeah definitely i think that's a good point as well like we are by no means saying that you can't have a starbucks muffin or, you know, we're not saying that you can't have the potentially lower in nutrients, higher in calorie type food that we, that we talk about a lot. Uh, definitely, you know, by all means, if it's something you enjoy eating and you can fit that within your goals and within your plan and everything that you're kind of doing, then definitely, um, you know, go for it. But we are talking about if you want to have a biscuit every like Helen, if she wanted to have that, you know, that bit of cake every day, but uh, or still have, you know, an alternative, then you had to hack your way around it, right? You had to kind of, if you're if you're gonna be wanting to do it more often, you're gonna have to hack your way around it. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, make, something you're gonna have to kind of make it fit in with things. And like I'm I'm a firm believer in everything in moderation. But that mm-hmm. in itself, if you've dieted ever, which most people have, yeah, that takes a long, long time to learn. Like mm-hmm. I still track my food mainly for accountability. I know that I know what a portion of rice looks like now. I know how much roughly in a day maintenance wise I need to eat just by eyeballing it now because I've been tracking my food for years and I've seen it so many times but even still you know if if you're kind of in that frame of mind of you know what I'm saying is it takes a long time to learn those things and even still you know you have people who do it because they just 
it's like your bank balance, isn't it? You keep an eye on that. Mm. So why shouldn't you keep an eye on mm. what's going in your body? Yeah. You know, yeah. All, all day, every day. Especially when it's so closely tied to your health as well. Massively so. And at the, in this current environment, I'm not, you know, I think people, you know, are, are massively aware of that. Mm. Mm. And I think, you know, like with, with some of the things as well that you can diet hack around, um, you know, they're like certainly my cakes and things, which is a bit random. I know most of them have vegetables in them. So courgette or whatever root veg I've got hanging about, they usually got some grating. So, or they've got oats in and things like that. And I don't use wheat flour. I use felt usually. And so again, it's me because of the micronutrient quality mm. of things I want to eat. I, I don't want to put, I don't put any refined sugar in any of the things I make. So it's kind of, yes, I'm saying I have a bit of cake every day, but it's what that is in that cake, yeah. you know, what, what is it? It's, there's no butter in it. There's no sugar in it. So, you know, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's not your kind of average. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've just sort of a really good idea. So in terms of obviously you are the queen of hacks, how about I give you five things Go on then. and you tell me how we can hack it down to, uh, yeah to a let's just go for a, a, a kind of a lower calorie option let's say for people out there who are, who are wanting to have something that's more within their calorie allowance right first one um oh a nice uh creamy thick starbucks hot chocolate with the marshmallows and all that stuff on top what would okay. you do with that so firstly i would go for um an options hot chocolate or a highlights hot chocolate so first of all they're like 40 calories a pop um, and also good little hack rather than buying, you know, you can buy all the flavored ones. Now you can buy like, yeah, like honeycomb, mint, orange, all of those malarkey. I buy the, 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 the options hot chocolate. So say you wanted like a caramel flavored one, for instance, I buy the plain hot chocolate. Um, and then I've got, you know, the, in the little baking and baking aisles, you buy the extracts. Yeah. So I yeah. have, and I always have them in the cupboard because of baking. So I've got a caramel one, a salted caramel one, orange, peppermint. So I add a tinsy bit of that to my hot chocolate to make it flavoured. Nice. Um, very nice. No calories added there. Brucey bonus. Um, in terms of the cream, you can buy the low-fat squirty cream if you really wanted to go a bit whole hog, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not the drastic, you know, um, they're not that's not that high in calories um and then i buy the um sugar-free uh marshmallows i get them from sainsbury's um so again calories saved again and they they don't got as much sugar in because they're sugar-free well low in sugar should we say and then i buy sugar-free syrup from uh my protein and have that drizzled over the top nice yeah you've definitely saved at least what two 250 calories there oh easy yeah definitely right next one you're making the hot chocolate without milk they that's mm. a big saving in itself yeah particularly like whole milk like you you put oh, that in you, yeah right yeah. ready for okay. another one yeah so one of my favorite crisps is a is a well it's a whole tube of uh, pringles to be honest but let's say um uh a nice tube of um salt and vinegar pringles what would you what would you do about that well, in terms of if it's got to be a crisp, um, if it's crisps related, then there are loads of different alternatives. If you want to go slight sidestep, then you could go for something like the, um, what are they called with the crinkles? 
there's some bite ones and they're quite crispy mm. aren't they still so like they, if you're going to go i know they're not salt and vinegar i don't think but you could go at sour cream they're they're not bad i think they're like 120 calories a, a bag nice um it, but it, but if you want to go then down again you've got things like then you're going into not what, what i call like fake crisp territory like mm. skips and what's it's and quavers they're all, all good options though. yeah yeah I love them. They're one of my, you know, I'm quite happy with that. I'm not a big potato fan, so crisps for me are not, not that bothered. Yeah. Um, even a throwback of Space Raiders. Nice. They're, they're like 58 calories. I know the packs are tiny. Yeah. But if you just want a bit of something and you're in a pretty hefty deficit for whatever reason, mm. 58 calories pack. I mean, you know. You yeah, definitely. How about then? It's kind of you know. Imagine this, then this is a situation that so many people are in every single night. It's after dinner, you're sat there, you're watching the telly, you're a bit tired and, you know, whatever, which we'll get to in a minute. Um, and you just want something sweet. What's your kind of, what would you kind of recommend? What's your go-to kind of sweet things? I've got a couple in my mind, but I'm interested to say, to see what you'll, you'll come up with. Okay, so um, if it's like a chocolate fixture after, then I'd go straight down to the hot chocolate route, like I just said, and have an mm. option of hot chocolate, highlights hot chocolate. Or even, to be honest, I buy the Tesco and Asda's own low-calorie hot chocolates. Perfectly fine, very nice. Um, hot squash is always a good one as well. I know we often associate that with kind of, my friends said to me, but I have that when I'm poorly. And I was like, well... <laughs> Fair enough, but it is sometimes, especially in the winter, like a hot black currant or a hot lemon squash is actually quite nice. Yeah. Um, jellies, low-calorie, sugar-free jellies. Um, a diet hack with those is, and it's one that I is, is a tip on my Instagram is um, buy the sachets because they're way cheaper. So buy your sugar-free orange sachet, make it up, but then add a, um, a splash of I don't know, like orange and mango squash or orange and pineapple squash so you know the flavored jellies you buy like the 10 yeah. calorie jellies you're making your own version which yeah. is like i don't know something like about a third of not even a third of the price like yeah. pennies very cheap um make your own jellies um and the other one i i often will have is um i had it the other night actually so i have a hot chocolate and then i decided i wanted something else so I had a, one of my mini bags of, small bags of proper corn popcorn, which are like 44 calories bag. And I've got some chocolate chips in the cupboard. So I had like 10 grams of chocolate chips in there. So mix that up and just had that as like a bit of a snack while I was watching a film. Nice. So it can be done, you know, the, the, the little swaps and the little hacks and stuff can be done. And you can still enjoy what you're, you know, you can always still enjoy what you're eating whilst keeping your calories low, if that's yeah. what you're doing at the time. I mean, and that was something like, I think those three things together were less than 150 calories. So, I mean, I'm a massive yogurt fan and I will often go and have um, Greek yogurt uh, with some with some protein in it, mixed, you know, frozen berries. I, fro I always keep my frozen berries in there. Um, at the moment, tin fruit's a good option though as well. I mean, it, sometimes it gets a slate in tin fruit, but actually things like um, tinned rhubarb, I'm quite a fan of. Um, yeah. Like if you want to make like a rhubarb type fool type thing, it's mm. ready cooked. So, you, and it's really low in sugar because naturally it is. With that in with a bit of ginger and some, um, you know, Greek yogurt and a bit of sugar-free syrup or some flab drops, like toffee drops in it. That'd be so nice. Nice. That's a good one. I'm getting hungry now. <laughs> I haven't had my lunch yet. <laughs> um, so we've obviously we've kind of talked a bit about like um, 
nighttime snacking and bits and bobs um, and, and swaps that we can make. Should we talk a little bit about kind of what we can do to not get there in the first place? Or if we do get to that point where, you know, because this is such a common thing, isn't it? It's after dinner. You want that sweet thing rather than having a swap. What else could we kind of do? So, you know, we, I think we a lot of it is, especially at the moment, um, a lot of it is linked to sleep. I know a lot of people are anxious at the moment. Anxiety is high with everything going on. Um, and sleep is massive. Um, if you're tired, your willpower is certainly not up there. You are definitely more likely to snack. Mm-hmm. Your hunger hormone is not going to be regulated because your hormones are going to be all over the shop. Yeah. So you are going to want to snack. And the one thing we all want to do is eat sugar. So, mm-hmm. you know, and if you're aware of that, if I would say, if you wake up, you're aware of the fact you're really tired that day, just make allowances during the day and just think, okay, I'm going to save about two or 300 calories here for the evening mm-hmm. so that, if I do want to have, you know, or when, it, when I do know I'm, I'm going to snack, it's going to cut. I know it's going to happen. Yeah. Just be prepared rather than eating all the calories and then going, oh, whoops, maybe I shouldn't have done that. And then you've got nothing left. Yeah. Um, so I think that's definitely one. And also I'm, I'm not the best sometimes at my water. So I'm fine during the day, but then I need, as the day goes on and the evening comes, I'm like, oh, I'm drinking water. So I'm not necessarily hungry. Like I said earlier, it's a thirst thing. Mm. Um, yeah, that's huge. So I know you you've got a good good way of uh, stopping it when it comes to kind of getting ready for bed and whatnot. And oh yeah, eating. yeah. So something that I, that I suggest quite a lot to people is if you're in that if you're in that that mindset, it's, you know, it's always it's always after dinner, um, and you know you're tired. It's about eight nine o'clock, and you know we can all imagine the scene. The, one of the things that I suggest to people, and in fact, a client actually, uh, someone I've just started working with suggested this to me and <laughs> actually said oh this is what i this is what i do i was like that is amazing that she's already kind of got that um those like little hacks in um is literally just just go and clean your teeth if you just go upstairs clean your teeth you are far less likely to want to go number one just clean your teeth again before bed number two because it's not going to taste very nice if you just <laughs> if you just use mouthwash or whatever so doing that is going to be it sounds and it sounds like oh it sounds a little bit silly but it, it sounds so simple but it really, really works, particularly for those people who are late night snackers. And it is proven that peppermint does suppress the appetite. So mm. anything minty, so that's why people, it's why you see a lot of people on prep and stuff, chewing, chewing gum and things, because the minty taste, it's like black coffee, isn't it? Coffee yeah. in itself is is another kind of suppressant and, and, and so is peppermint. And peppermint is great. Peppermint tea is another thing you could have at that time mm. of night. Um, and you know, is really good for, di- for digestion as well. So yeah. Yeah. And I think as well, good, like good shout brushing your teeth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really, and it's obviously one that we don't really think about because it's a bit random, isn't it? It's a bit out there. Um, but yeah. And I think as well, we can kind of use a bit of a bit of a pause and a reflection and a bit of a kind of, well, what I call halt. And this isn't my idea. And I can't remember for the life of me who I got it from. And I, I think I might have mentioned this before on the podcast, but it's the it's the idea of basically when you're going to the cupboard, if you manage to, which which you might not, but if you manage to kind of catch yourself doing it using the halt principle. So it's basically stop and ask yourself, are you hungry? So as in, do you need a, like a genuine meal, like a you know a nice balanced meal? Are you angry about something? Has something upset you? Because obviously, we a lot of people are 
um, used to or in the habit of using food to kind of make ourselves feel better as a, as a kind of almost like a, um, a comfort blanket when something's upset us. And it's, it's that kind of stress eating that people talk about all the time. Um, are you lonely? So do you need to kind of go and speak to someone? Is there like someone you need to kind of talk to or would that take your mind off it even? And then like Helen said, like, are you tired? So have you slept really poorly? Do you need just to go for a a nap or do you just need to have an early night or something? So I I quite like that one as well. I've used that with a few people. Um, and obviously not all of these things are going to work for all people. However, you know, you can kind of pick and choose what, way you go with it whether you try and stop yourself or whether you allow for it in your calories or whatever what about um like our movement our exercise what can we do with that if we if we're expecting to have a big dinner um or like at the moment we're all doing kind of skype or zoom quizzes aren't we and and having a glass of wine or two and some snacks what can we kind of do throughout the day that might give us a bit of a buffer in terms of calories I think getting your neat up is always going to help. So, I mean, I know at the moment we're a little bit restricted into how much we can get out, but even just being around the house, I know yesterday morning I was being, you know, I was busy around the house doing jobs and things. And, you know, I, I, I'd smashed it a thousand steps, just doing, just doing some jobs around the house. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's kind of being aware of kind of getting your neat up if you can, mm-hmm. um, because, you know, a workout is like, what an hour at the most is what you're going to do with at home at the moment mm. and you know that's one hour out of your day whereas your neat is the the rest of your day so yeah. you can get that up a little bit that will help counterbalance any extra calories that you're potentially going to be eating um and also kind of being mindful of the day like if you know that evening you're going to be sat down eating snacks you're going to be having a glass of the you know you, if you know it's coming prepare for it during the rest of the day mm. just eat a little bit less during the day to kind of balance out what you're going to have that night and then sometimes for me especially if I've had like a bigger meal in the evening or I've been snacking more in the evening or I've been out for a meal I know we can't do that at the moment but um and you've eaten more for whatever reason I don't really want to eat my breakfast like when I would normally eat my breakfast yeah. so and it's not me being pedantic about my food I just my tummy genuinely just doesn't want any more food right there mm. and then mm. so I will sometimes either intermittent fast kind of intentionally um because my digestion just doesn't need extra food on top so i'll intermittent fast sometimes till lunchtime the next day if i've had a really especially for me i've got ibs and sometimes if i've eaten a like a really rich heavy meal or if i've had mm. a bit of alcohol my tummy does not like it so it's just giving my digestive system a rest yeah um, and, it, and it does it good mm. um uh, or, or just kind of, yeah, push, push meals back a bit the next day, you know, just to kind of balance out, you know, don't, don't have your breakfast when you have have it, have brunch a bit later on, you know, mm, mm, mm. a ways to, and be savvy with your snacks. If you know what you're going to have, I've got clients who are really savvy now. They'll plan in what they know they're going to have in the evening, that evening. And it might be a big old load of snacks and they know that, you know, like one of my, one of my clients the other week was, um, going to before obviously all lockdown and whatnot for mm. pancakes and um she knew that she was going to be going to her friends for pancakes that night so she put all in what she was going to have for her pancakes that evening and then just made sure that the rest of the day was kind of tailored around it um Plan, again, it's planning ahead it's planning ahead it's definitely planning ahead i mean and i know even at the moment as i said earlier i'm not meal prepping um like i normally would because i don't need to take my food anywhere at the moment but i'm certainly 
planning my food on my fitness pal and at the moment i've got a bit of a thing you if you follow in is i'm having omelets most days for my lunch because mm-hmm. you can put anything in an omelet um i use my protein powdered egg whites so i'm not having to keep going buying eggs mm-hmm. um so it's it's suiting me perfectly fine so um and that and i say just mix it up a bit every day what goes in it is fine mm. you know it's pick and choose my snacks around it are a, a bit different they're usually my cakes and bakes and things i've made and some fruit and whatnot but you know having some kind of structure planning it in and and, and having some some not, not necessarily it prepared but you know what you're going to be having that day will make a massive difference yeah and especially on my fitness pal you can copy and paste days i mean i copy and paste my breakfast most days goes across like four or five days because i eat the same thing for breakfast mm on the bounce so there's no it's not a hardship no no i think the big thing about it is as we know it's it's not as sexy as other things but it's you know there are it's plain simple makes sense a little bit of effort but it's it's because it's straightforward yeah and also nothing fancy about it it's just no and it's accountability at the end of the day at the moment i don't have a coach so I'm only accountable to myself. I still weigh myself every Wednesday, which is what I used to do for my previous coach. And I still make sure I'm aware of what I weigh or whatever. So I can tweak my calories to, you know, my, my activity levels have been down at the moment. So my calories have been down a little bit because mm. I'm not moving as much. It just, it's make, like you say, it's not sexy, but it makes sense. Yeah. You know, it's, 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 you know, think about it. You go, oh, my maintenance is, you know, well, my, mine personally is around probably 2,000, give or take a bit. If I've done a heavy leg session, it's a bit more. If I haven't done so much that day, it's a rest day, it's a bit less. But it's being savvy, isn't it? Mm. You know, if you know, it, again, that takes a long time to figure that out, though. What, yeah. you know, people say to me, what's my maintenance? <laughs> That's like, how long's a piece of string? Until you get to know someone and know their how it all works and you know for me it's taking me a long time to figure it out for myself let alone mm. other people it takes a while yeah yeah definitely um i guess there's something to be said for you know obviously we've spoken about like little habit hacks and stuff and we've we've already said that we're not saying that you can't go and have a takeaway or something that's not at all what we're saying but i think it's important to make the point that it's it's potentially damaging to complete to to over restrict Oh like, yeah. I you know personally I don't have much personal experience with this myself. Um I do have a bit. Um but in terms of kind of over restricting and then you know you haven't had a beer this is my experience. You haven't had a beer for a couple of months and then you're like right now I'm going to have all the beer or do you know what I mean? So it's yeah. yeah. What are your kind of thoughts on that and how that goes? I mean, I'm all for everything in moderation as I always say. Um that takes a, as I said earlier, it takes a long time to, to learn that though, and, and have a that's enough button, you know, that's it. I've had enough now. Um, but I think that you know, you, you, you. I think we all know when we've had enough, or we we don't want any more. Or I think you've got to learn that, and I think mm. you know, you. I I I I don't binge, and I and I and I can honestly say that. I mean, I have in the past when I was younger and. I didn't because I didn't know anything about nutrition. I didn't know what my body needed to to feel mm. it very well. I wasn't doing a lot of exercise. I didn't really know um, until I started tracking my food, and then I did think, oh my! Like the other week, for instance. I mean, I love a mini egg. I think <laughs> something like 
five, four mini eggs, five mini eggs at the most. So like 60 calories, 62 calories for like four Ooh. mini eggs. And I was like, really? You, you're going to get a whole bag though, regardless, aren't you? That's the problem. Yeah, and that's the thing. And that's why, so unless you're aware, like I, I, I like, it said something like a portion was, I don't know, 12 of 25 grams. So I just put it on the scales and I was like, I think that was for like more than what I was having. But yeah, for what I wanted was about four for 60. Mm. I got like 60 calories and I was like, really, I can have like four. Is that it? Yeah. Um, but I think it's the awareness. You've got to be aware of what are you, what is it? What are, what, how much is, is that? And what are you actually consuming? Because until you start either tracking it or you get a nutrition coach who shows you what portion looks like because you've been told on your plan what it looks like mm -hmm. you don't your awareness can be so off yeah so off you know yeah. a bottle of wine can be up to 700 calories mm -hmm. in a bottle you know three of those that's your daily allowance if you're a woman gone down the tube yeah you know what? And, and, and you know yeah people are not aware um very often not always yeah um, it's practice, so isn't it? Yeah, so I would say massively make yourself aware of what it is you're consuming, really. Yeah. And then you, I think you, people would be shocked and would then go, actually, yeah, I'm not going to eat that whole tub of Pringles. Yeah. I'm actually aware of how many calories is in that whole thing. But they're very savvy companies. They don't tell you. And mm -hmm. they will put even on yogurt pots these days, they'll even just give you it per 100 grams. And often, they're not so you have to then work out you know it's well it's 150 but you, yeah. you've got to tweak it yourself so you know they're they they're very savvy at how they will yeah market yeah. their products to you because we we all see oh blind must be a few years ago now three four five years ago there was the there was a big change wasn't there and companies had to make i think it was primary chocolate bars they had to make they had a certain limit didn't they i think of sugar and of calories or but basically, they just made the chocolate bar smaller, <laughs> but kept the mm. price the same. Mm. That was a few years. And there's also the sugar tax now. So, yeah. you know, most, we're lucky over here that most of our um, sugary drinks are sugar-free now. Most, not all. But mm. I know in America, that's, that, that's not, not, not the case. And they mm. struggle the other way, I think, to find um, sugar-free stuff. Yeah. Um, but we, we are fortunate here that, that it's become quite a big thing. So, you know, it's, I mean, I... I, don't get me wrong I like a glass of wine now and again and whatnot but I remember you know I, I'd go out and I'd happily sink a bottle of Prosecco with my friends you know or mm. a couple and you 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 know I, I had no awareness of what on earth was you know in yeah. that and then followed by you know if, if you are out and about I know we're not at the moment but you know then having kebab on the way home or whatever I mean mm. talk about over your calories for the day just for yeah. a maintenance you know yeah. massively so um you can easily damage well you can, you can easily go out of a weekly net deficit on one on one day can't you really do you know what yeah. i mean but then you add Definitely. in the ha hangover food oh absolutely you know carb central for me when i've yeah. got a hangover i just want all the carbs in the world yeah and you know i recognize that i have the same thing as when i'm tired so I recognize that now and I go, yeah, you're tired. You're going to want a bit more carbs today. It's okay. And I just mm. think, okay, well, we'll just lower a bit of the fats today and up your carbs a bit, keep protein high. You know, it's not yeah. the end of the world. Um, 
but that again that's just being savvy and, and recognizing those things and not beating yourself up about it you know mm. well i think once the, the ability to reset as well after you've had like a bit of a blowout yeah. is also you know because one i was reset i was reset next meal so if i've had a big meal out i've been out with family it's my birthday or whatever had a glass of wine next meal is always back to it what you know mm. so it doesn't keep going on and on and on and on and on yeah because that's the thing isn't it you can hit that button of oh well doesn't matter now let's just carry mm. on well actually if you'd have brought that back like three or four days or three or four meals ago would you be feeling like you are now no mm. probably not so yeah and then we end up in the whole starting in monday yeah the cycle starts again yeah. and it's you know it's it's not a good place to be yeah yeah actually just kind of before we wrap up um i saw a really good study the other day um and it was about basically people's if you let's say you're in a living room or a lounge or whatever you call it um and someone puts out uh four bowls and you've got four bowls of crisps but there's only two flavors so you've got like two bowls of ready salted two bowls of salt and vinegar or whatever it found that you're more likely to go and pick at each bowl because you have this weird, I don't, I don't know why, don't ask me why, um, psychologically, but you have this weird thing of like perceived variety and perceived choice. So even mm. though you know it's still ready sorted in both bowls, you're going to want to, either you snack more out of one bowl or you snack more out of both bowls because of the perceived variety that you're going to be getting. But that's Very funny you should say that because there was another study done where um, they did it with people who um, snacking again or, or, or like a, you know, like a family meal on the table, you know, mm. you've got your roast or whatever, and it's all out ready for you to, or a buffet for you to pick at. You're much more likely to overeat if you're with other people. So if I think it was, if it was, I think if it was six or more of you at like a gathering or whatever, you're more likely to overeat because you're just, I suppose you're just in the swing of things, aren't you? Yeah. And that kind of everyone else is doing it. So it's okay, you know? Yeah. So you're much more likely to overeat when you're with lots of other people. And also I suppose the opposite of that right now is if you're on your own as well, because who have you, who are you accountable to? Unless mm. you've got a coach, no one. So, you know, like for me, I'm not accountable to anybody but myself. I log everything. It goes, it goes, it goes in there. Whether I've had a bit of a, put my hands in the crunchy nut packet before I go to bed. Cause I want a few, little nibble and some yeah. crunch you know which i did the other night i logged it though i logged mm. it so i i was accountable to myself i was like oh i really fancy just a handful out of the packet so you know you've got to you've, you've got to you know no one is ever going to do this for you mm-hmm. you know so at the end of the day who who are you going to stick and be accountable to yeah i mean us as coaches great if you, you know if you need that learning you need someone to steer you in the right direction and you need accountability and support and guidance because you don't know. Great. But you know, I'm at a point now where I, I know, I know a little bit of, you know, fair amount within reason. So I can log it all myself, but, and be accountable to myself, but a lot of people can't. And sometimes you won't be able to do that for a very, very long time. Mm. Yeah. It is a journey. Again, it's not sexy. It's a a journey, isn't it? It's not on that. It's never linear. It's never Mm. is. As much as we all want to say, oh yeah, you know, it's it's gonna it's gonna go it's gonna go beautifully. There will be days. We all have days where we go, oh, I want to eat a bit more today. Yeah, you know, we all have days like that, and that's fine. But it's how you deal with it from mm. then onwards that is is you know 
is is well it can be an issue yeah that's a very pertinent point should we uh should we wrap it up there leave it on that yeah that that sounds good people to kind of resonate and think about that on awesome cool so hopefully today guys you've taken some value from that we covered loads of stuff there um again thank you to helen for coming on new co-host you're welcome and we will both see you um sometime very very soon see you later guys definitely bye